was later on, once I learned how to do a triangle choke much better. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Going With The Flow, or Go With The Flow, I think is actually what I'm calling it. Um, this is episode 1.1 or 1.2. Not, I mean, technically it's the first episode, but we have to redo it because it just disappeared, got deleted. Um, so, we're I new. just... We're new. Yeah, we're, we're new at this. Uh, Zach is, I, I mean, I got minimal experience. But one thing I gotta say is, uh, what's worse than doing an interview is having to redo it. So... With that being said, I have my buddy with me today, Zach Wolf. Say hi. Hello. How's it going? Um, so, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm, good. Yeah, I'm finally awake. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to still wake up because I gotta go to work in a little bit, which sucks. But it is what it is. Um, so basically, what this podcast is is me conducting interviews with people. So I'm just gonna we're gonna just sit down, have a casual conversation, and get to know each other because we don't know each other we actually do know each other we know each other pretty well um so i'm gonna start off with your fighting because when i think of you or anyone thinks of you i think that's what they think of is i mean a lot of people think this guy uh, used to people that know me uh, well you associate know, you, you with yeah. fighting yeah I'll, if you just meet me off the street you're like and then you learn that i'm a fighter you're like what what yeah no i i didn't believe that at first either yeah. it's like you don't look like the kind of guy that's going to fight. I mean, you're as tall as I am. You're five foot, what, five foot seven? Five eight. Five eight yeah. on a good day when you're yeah. wearing heels. Yeah, I'm like five eight and a half. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you weigh 135 pounds, and mm. when you fought, you were only, what, 125, 130? When I, when I can find them. Yeah, I think yeah. I only had like four or five fights total at 125. Jeez. Not a whole lot, guys. No, that, that's one. That's insane. But what I did, I was fucking huge. Like, I was towering over the guys. I fucking had like a foot reach on them. Holy shit, so you're just... Fighting yeah. like little, little kids, little kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Oh, just go to the playground. Yeah, it sucked when I had to fight up at one forty-five, and there were guys like like six feet tall and could like fucking yeah. punch me from across the cage. I know what you mean. I used <laughs> when I wrestled in high school. I wrestled, I think, one seventy, and I always wrestled up to one eighty-two because our star wrestler was one seventy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And me being, you know, not that good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there is. Like, you, you find the 182s, like, the higher weight classes are the guys that have been doing it a long time, and they're just fucking jacked. Oh, yeah. And it is insane. Yeah, I went up weight class in wrestling once, and from 125 to 130, and I was like, holy shit, five pounds is a huge difference. It is. These guys are monsters. Fucking <laughs> tanks, wow. dude. There's one time where I was wrestling 182, I was, we wrestled Hayward, and I think it was Hayward. And their star wrestler, the best wrestler on the team, predicted to go to state and win it every mm -hmm. year was 182. And they're like, hey, this is what they told me. They're like, hey, go out there and do your best. You're not going to win. But go out there and do your best. <laughs> I said, survive. I said, all right. I maybe lasted like 35 seconds into the first round, I guess. I think that's what yep. they call it, rounds. Because yep. there's two, or no, there's three two-minute rounds. Mm -hmm. And so what it was is he like got under my arms and like bear hugged me. So my arms were up. <laughs> Like, yep. like a chicken and he bear hugged me and like dug his chin into my chest as we're standing up yep. we're standing completely up and he's squeezing 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 and I could slowly feel like my breath getting pushed out <laughs> he's like a snake and he's just yeah he's fucking constricting me and I'm like I'm trying to move my arms I'm like there's no way I can get out of this and then you, I watched the film on it too and it's hilarious and it's just going 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 and then all of a sudden my body goes limp and then I pass out. No way. My body goes limp, and then he, he just sets he sets me down, and then I wake up. My nose starts bleeding, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "They're like, yeah, he pinned you." It's like, uh, like yeah, we'll go with it. That's the way I remember it. I just I was going, and then I just went limp, and I couldn't I couldn't remember. You literally, just squeezed the squeeze squeeze the life out of me. That's impressive. Um, so with that being said, do you have any favorite moves like that? Do you have any moves that you use? All your fights are professional. We'll start. We'll go with yes. that first. All okay. your fights are professional. Yep. You went twenty-two and nine. Twenty-three and nine. Twenty-four and nine. Twenty-four and nine. Yes. So you had thirty-three fights. Oh, yep. Okay. I was trying to figure out how to add it up. I knew there was thirty-three. I was just figuring it mm. out in there. Um. So, 
Tell us about your first fight. I know we talked about yep. it before, but we're going to talk about it again. Well, because exactly. It's, oh, like the, it's pretty the, interesting. The, the cool story is like the, how I got into it in like my first five fights. Like, uh, I'll start with that. How like, did? Yeah, how did you get into it? Like, um, it wasn't your parents. Like, you know, like t- started at t-ball and stuff. Like, they didn't start you with tumbling, no, and then no. they're like, oh yeah, he's fifteen. He's going to no, start cage fighting. After I moved out, uh, after I graduated, like uh, I took all my graduation money, bought a car, and moved in with a couple buddies of mine. And uh, one night I was after work watching, like I came home and one of my buddies was on the couch and he was watching UFC. And I'm like, what is this? Probably back when they were like videotapes. Yeah, it was like Tank Abbott, you know, like fucking the original guys where they they had zero skill. They were just in there. Just beating each other. other And I was like, this looks like a lot of fun. And then one of my buddies uh, that I used to wrestle with, uh, he actually started training and there was a place in town that he trained and uh i I hooked up with him like a week or two later i'm like hey can i come train with you and he's like come to my fight uh watch me fight and i'll hook you up with my trainer i'm like okay so i I bought a ticket went to his fight you know fucking he won and it was totally cool you know that's awesome training like uh uh, rooting for the home team kind of you know but uh so i ended up talking to chris the trainer and I'm like, hey, where do you guys train? What's going on? Can I come train with you? And he's like, absolutely, yeah. We train from like six to eight o'clock every uh, every night, uh, and you know, just kind of, and it was like on Main Street at the Karate Gym. Uh, okay, yeah, where, where we started at least. Um, and then, like I said, so I started training. Uh, me and my brother started training. Uh, Your twin brother, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a twin brother, Caleb, and uh, uh, oh, we can, we can talk about him. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that Another later. Episode, or whatever. But um, me and Caleb had a lot of fun. And fighting was one of those, like... Did you guys ever fight each other? Not, or did like, you have, like, professionally, but we constantly fought. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, like, fuck you, dude. Oh, like, yeah. Brother like, rivalry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we yeah. would get heated at, at trading and stuff. And, like, the, the first probably couple weeks of us, like, training together was us getting years of aggression out on each other. Just like... <laughs> like like it was to the point where like they had to stop pairing us together because it got so intense. Hey, <laughs> like, these guys are brothers. To kill each other. They're gonna kill each other. <laughs> yeah. So like we had to take a break for like a couple months and we couldn't actually spar with each other. That's that's <laughs> yeah, intense. Yeah, it was. It's pretty cool. Um, but like I said, we got a lot of aggression out on each other, you know, because he had giant boxing gloves. You know, it's healthy. I mean. Yeah. You gotta yeah. find you gotta find an outlet. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you I mean you get pissed off at somebody, you want to punch him in the face. Exactly. I mean, we could. You know? Yeah. (laughs) That's why you were there. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, come on. It's fighting. Just get out. But, um, so, uh, we ended up training for two weeks, uh, and one of my other buddies, uh, my roommate, actually, uh, he had been training for uh, two months or so, and we all had a fight at the same night. Uh, it was at Pavs in Hanover, or Primetime, Primetime Sports Bar in, in the city somewhere, either. Okay. But, um, uh, so me and Caleb actually won our first fights, and my buddy that had been training for like ever lost his, and he was so pissed because he's like, "I've been yeah, training yeah, longer like, than these guys." Like that's not the point, man. You got to look at exactly. who you're going against. Oh yeah, his, his opponent was a lot tougher than us, or yeah. ours. But like Caleb and I both won by knockout, which was really cool. Uh, like, and y- you have no idea how exhausting. Like, okay, so wrestling is three, two minute rounds. Yeah. Right? Fighting and that's intense, is, too. Fighting is three, five-minute rounds. So, like, preparing for that after, like, wrestling, you're it's like, longest, oh, my God, this is so fucking exhausting. So, I The longest not, 15 minutes of your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Especially the first one. Like, you're like, oh. Jesus Christ, this is... What the fuck? But, like, I, uh... Uh... I went in, and it was, like, I had no ground up. Didn't have one submission under my belt. Luckily, the other guy didn't either. Neither of us. When we went to the Good. ground, we were like, stand up. Stand up. We don't want to go on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know what to do. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, a turtle, turtle, get me off my back. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so we, uh, we were just beating the hell out of each other, and we were both exhausted, and finally at, at the end of the second round, I was like, all right, I've never kicked before, I'm going to try to kick, and I kicked him in the leg, and then he brought his hand down to block, you know, and I'm like, oh, That's an opening. opening. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even have to be a fighter to see this. Uh, it's, it's my first fight. I'm going to beat the piss out of this guy and so I kicked him again and just right down the pipe fucking boom like, did you fake him out like get a little or did you actually kick him and then like oh no I, I didn't even remember all I did was all I was looking for was to bring that hand down so once the hand came down as soon as that hand boom. came down just like yep, fuck I, you fuck, everything was on that punch and I was like I got one 
boom, and he just fucking watched him drop. And that's, I was all, like, that's all it yeah. took. That's all <laughs> and, it took. Oh yeah, like I said, I was fucking so exhausted that like putting my arms up was like slow motion. I'm like, all right, here they go. I'm getting them up there, and they're up. Woo! That's insane, dude. Yeah, that's... and then yeah, I fucking walked around the cage like, is there no one else? Yeah. Is there no one else? They're like, no, we got this other guy. And... <laughs> and I would have been like, oh no, I was, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I'm, I'm exhausted. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I even climbed to the cage and I was like, oh, all right, I can do this. Get up there, come on. They're just <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, they're like, this guy looks so tired. Yeah. I mean, little, little kid, get off the cage. <laughs> yeah, because I was nineteen. Fucking yeah. Nineteen when you won your first fight. Yep. That's. Mm-hmm. Right out of high school, man. Pretty much. That yeah. is... It was not long after my birthday. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Then my second fight... Uh, fuck, I lost my second fight. My second fight was... Uh, uh, just a last-minute fight. I ended up getting armbarred. And I can't remember the guy's name. Spencer or some shit like that. But uh, Okay, like, uh, yeah. Um, third fight... Uh, I was really confident. Uh, but I was at the Myth. And it's big, big speakers, big... Where's that at? Uh, it's in Maplewood. It's like a night, nightclub. Yep. yep. It's a, they do a lot of concerts and stuff there. Okay. But, uh, like, a, it's a really cool venue to be at, especially to fight at, because it's got, like, you know, like, upstairs and two levels. Where yeah. People are, like, on balconies, and you, you can see all around. It's really yeah. cool. Okay, yeah. And there's a stage that they put VIP on, you know. That's in, that's pretty intense. Yeah. It, it's really cool. And, like... All the waitresses are smoking hot, you know, like they're serving drinks and stuff. And yeah, the rain so girls all around. That's, that's how you get tips. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, all right, this is cool. <clears throat> but uh, so I ended up going in against a guy named John Swamberg, and you know, like this is the first and only time I ever got nervous for a fight because like there was so many people, the noise was so intense. You know, my fight song was playing, and I'm walking in the. What's cage, your fight song? Uh, Counting bodies like sheep to the rhythm of the war drums by yeah. A Perfect Circle. So I'm, gonna like, li- I'm gonna have to listen. It's to it. really cool. Like it gets, it gets me going. It starts off heavy drums, like boom, 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 boom. When you hear that first drum, you're just oh, like, yeah. instantly uh, yeah, hair much raises play. in the back of your all neck. All of a sudden, I flip on a Zach mode and I'm into the maniac. That's know, awesome. Like, pretty much like shedding my skin, letting the becoming beast. a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that alter ego effect. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, so I wa- I walk in, you know, and I'm I'm pretty nervous and. Uh, the dude just fucking rocks me. He fucking hits me in the stomach with a kick and then fucking guillotine chokes me. It was like maybe 30 seconds. Jeez, what's a guillotine choke? How oh, do you... uh, it's like a, you, uh, like say I'm face down yep. you know, and you put my head in your belly button. You reach under my neck and then you put your hand on my shoulder and then you grab grab your own wrist with your hand that's under my neck. That's brutal. Just, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's a quick choke. That is, but, like, you're done. Like, if mm-hmm. you, they get that on you, you're done. Yeah, essentially, it's like a... If you were to... It's kind of like the beginning of a suplex. You okay. know, like, where you get somebody's yep. head under your armpit? Yep. And then, rah, bam! Yep. You know, only it's a little bit hand different, and then you just focus on the neck. That's... So, like, in wrestling, if you were to do a headlock or something, you have to get an arm with it. Is that in UFC, you got to get an arm with it? Nope. Or you can just fucking grab no, bare neck? No, no, no. Bare neck. Yeah. Anything goes. No, nope. yep. Yeah, you want only the neck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise the arm, you can do it with the arm in there, but it's a lot harder. There's a lot more wiggle room for the guy to breathe yeah. and stuff. You don't, you don't want him to breathe. No, yeah. All yeah. right, so he rocked your shit. Yep. And that's first when I was round? like, first round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I man. went in there and just, he made me look like a little bitch. And I, I, I got done with that fight and I was like, okay, I'm never going to get nervous again. I'm never going to get uh, anxious about a fight. I'm just going to go in. I'm going to know that I'm prepared as much as I can be and be confident up to the point of my abilities at that time, you know? All right. And so my fourth and fifth fight were a little different. My fourth fight was at the Myth again against a guy named uh, Desmond Ravens. And fucking... Uh, no, no, my fourth fight was at Paz. This is the good one. This was okay. my... Uh, my coach was like... The one, yep, two, three, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, the, this is the one where I got my nickname. Um, so I walked... I walk up to the DJ. He's a 93X DJ. Pa, uh, what was his goddamn name? Pablo. Uh, back when he was still a DJ for those guys. This was like 15 years ago. But um, Long time ago. Yeah, probably longer than that. Either way. Uh, so I go, I go up to the DJ. I'm like, hey, here's my here's my fight song. You know, my, my name's Zach Wolf. He's like, do you have a nickname? I'm like, no. But if you, if you, if you think of anything cool, throw it out there, you know? And... Then I go back and then start warming up for my fight. 
and my trainer's like, Zach, you gotta fucking make up for your last two fights. You know, you're one and two, man. Like, you gotta fucking, here's the timing. You got the hardest fight. Yep. Like, everyone else has, you know, guys that have, like, three or four fights. You got a guy that's got ten fights. He was, like, six and four. Jeez. Oh, my God. So he was, clearly, he was clearly, like, better. Experienced, yeah. Experienced. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not necessarily better, but he had more... And, I mean, experience, you know, comes experience with being better. a lot in a yeah. cage. Yeah, if you have ten fights, yeah, your chances of beating a guy with one or two fights skyrockets. Phenomenally Yeah, because, I mean, you, you've got that cage presence. You understand what it's like. You know, how, you know, you know what to do. Exactly. You know what to look for. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take experience over record uh, almost every time. All right. You know, um, when I'm betting on guys. Yeah. But, <clears throat> so, my trainer, he, he's, like, slapping me in the face, you know, fucking getting me super pumped up before I go out there, and he's like, Fuck the instant that that bell rings, you fucking unload on him, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So fucking, uh, yeah. His name was Rick the White Horse Climb, like, and he was like a Muay Thai guy. Like I was watching him train, and he had, he had some good hits and shit like that, you know. Like, all right, I can do this. Like, he's just a man, yep. you know. Like, fuck this. Uh, and so I, the bell rings, and I fucking charge him, and I'm fucking just boom, 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 boom. You know, I mean, I don't know how many of them hit, but I got him against the cage. And so I pin him up against the cage. And we had just learned a takedown uh, of up against the cage, so I fucking wrap him up, and it's pretty much like a suplex, uh, only like without picking him all the way up, you know. So yeah, I fucking wrap yeah, him, fall wrap down, him, yep, trip him a little bit, and then fucking boom, right to his back. And then I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I'm good, I'm good, I got this," you know. And um, we were in his cage because I backed him into his corner, and yeah. then I so I look up and I'm like, "I, I got to get all the way over my cage to my cage." So I just started so, driving. Why did you have to get over there? Just for like the motivation? Just for like, oh, it, it's cooler if you knock the guy out. Well, you can hear your guys. Okay. You, like when, when we're in his corner, he, he can hear his guys. But the cool thing is I always listen to the other corner also. Like, so what, like what, what, what they're telling him to do. You know, and then because like a lot of times your corner will tell you, hey, he's weak on the left side. He's doing this. He's doing this. So you this. gotta toughen that up a little yep, bit. Yep, exactly. Okay. So then I'll listen and be like, that's oh, like, is that what I'm doing? Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. That's not like, that's not even like fighting. That's like, chess like yeah you, oh yeah. yeah it's a game yeah Mental. i mean there's no rules that says you can't listen to the other guy's corner exactly yeah like, come on. <laughs> why wouldn't you do that and if i can't hear my corner well i'll just take advice from these guys yep <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh but so i was like all right i'm getting to my corner so that i can hear my guys because you're looking at you, a lot of times you don't see what your where your openings are in the fight you know you can see it from the corner yeah and they shout it out to you and they say hey he's open on this you know do this do this and so uh, I fucking just start swinging, you know, fucking, and I'm just motivated as fuck to just pound this guy. And so I start driving with my feet, you know, and he's got guards, so he's got his legs around me and his back on the mat, and I'm just... He's trying to cover his face. Yep, yep, his hands up, and I'm just fucking beating him, picking shots, and it was like the second or third one hit him square in the nose, and he's just fucking bleeding out oh his nose. Oh my And I left a blood trail from his corner all the way over to my corner. That's insane. Yeah, and like fucking... And, like, by the time I got to my corner, it was, like, maybe 10, 15 seconds or so of me just driving him fucking on his back across the cage, just beating the hell out of him. And fucking, you know, by the time we got to his corner, he had marks all over his face. And I'm like, yes! It feels good. Yeah, it feels really good, you know? And I'm like, I I can't be stopped. And fucking, so, I get him over, and we hit the cage, you know, his head's up against the cage, and I'm still driving, you know, like... um, Boom, boom. Digging him into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my guys, they, they, I don't even know if they said anything. They were just like, get him. Just fucking blow him. Do what you got to do. You're doing exactly what you need to do. Yep. And so I, uh, you know, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to fucking just finish this guy right here. So I, I did a forearm choke. It's not even an actual, like, choke in jujitsu. I just put my forearm right up against his fucking the neck and just drove with my feet, put all my weight on him. And I watched his expression of, like, just go from kind of like getting beat up to panic to fear. I'm gonna die. Yeah, to like yep. scared and like look at me. I was looking him dead in the eyes, you know. And like I said, uh, I had I didn't have a mouth guard and I was probably like salivating at the oh mouth. My gosh, you know, like, that's, <sighs> like I'm gonna kill this fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm gonna eat you once you're dead. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> but like that, that's I mean, intense. That, yeah, well, I mean that's the mentality that I I made in that fight. You know, like I'm yep. not just in here to. Uh, You're not there to fuck around. You're yeah, there to I'm beat in, some I'm, ass yeah, and I'm win. I'm in here to destroy you and your soul, like in your mind, body, soul. Like I'm gonna beat all three of you. Beat everything yeah, up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like that's the mentality you need if you're gonna win a fight. Yep. You know, you gotta. It's not just a man. It's a. It's a brain and it's a soul and it's 
got motivation. And gotta break him, to, break him down. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying to get, he's trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do to him, you know. But uh, so that was that was that evened me up, and that was good. And the the DJ when it, when they pulled finally pulled me off him, yep. uh, he's like, and your winner Zach. The Maniac Wolf, you just got a nickname, buddy. And I'm like, woo! That's, yeah! in, that's like, intense, ah, man. That's awesome. That's and and I was cool. like, that's a really cool nickname. That is really cool. Because <laughs> it kind of rhymes, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And it fits. It totally does, yeah. Uh, and everybody was like, yeah, that works really well. Especially after that fight, they're like, you you earned that nickname. Yeah. You know? like, that's... And the dude, I didn't have one scratch on me, not even a mark, no nothing. I don't think he even hit me. He couldn't, he couldn't get Yeah, he in. just fucking just could not handle it. Did yeah. you cheese? Did you cheese? Is this the guy you cheese gratered on the nope, cage? Nope. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing from the other night <laughs> yes. that stuck with me. Because yep. I just I've been thinking about like how bad that would hurt to feel that pressure and. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So now that was your fourth fight. Yep. Yeah, and my fifth fight was the tiebreaker, and this was the one where uh, I was fighting a guy. This is Desmond Raidens. I was back at the Myth this time. Um, okay. And so, so, would you consider that your home turf? Like the myth was your home turf? Yeah. Or? For in terms of uh, big events, is that where yeah. you fought the most? Uh for the most, well, probably Mac Daddy's in Somerset, but that's not a bar anymore. That was kind of like our our hometown, okay. like just our small time, like where there was just a bar filled yep. with our friends and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of like bigger circuits, yeah, because that was brutal fighting championship. That was like something that we didn't put on. We yep. actually all went to fight there. Um, and yeah, so I'd say that was probably our hometown was in Minnesota, uh, our home turf, if you will. Yep. But um, yeah, so, and, uh, so we were back at the Myth, and I was like, I'm not going to let the speakers and the lights and all that shit uh, get to me this time, you know? I'm like, I'm 100% confident, especially after my last fight, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm just going to keep You're on top of it. the world, yeah, yeah. you're and, riding on a win. And my, my decision was, this is the tiebreaker, I'm 2-2 two and two right now. This is the one that's gonna get a positive yep, record. Yep, and well, and two, I was like, if this is if this doesn't go well, and I don't think I'm as good as I am, uh, you know, maybe it's time to all consider hanging this up. You're you gonna know? hang it up after five fights? Yeah, well, it, it is for me. It's, it's a lot of work and the reward, yeah. and you know, all I, say, it, I get it's it. Mental, you know. Do you still get money if you lose? Yeah, just not as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like normally it's like uh, when I started, I got paid. Oh God. Fifty bucks for my first fight, my second fight. No, I got paid hundred bucks for my first fight because I won. I got paid fifty bucks for my second fight because I lost. <laughs> so it was fifty and fifty. Wow. Yeah, but uh, it, it gets a lot better once you get more fights. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'd probably get more money fighting, you know, at the Myth with the speakers and yep, the lights yeah, yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. people. Yep. Versus some bar in Somerset. Yeah, I want to say like at the Myth it was like probably two or three hundred, uh, but. You know, I mean, it's not like a ton of money, but it's enough to like. Then you got these like mainstream guys fighting in the UFC, fighting mm-hmm. like there's three matches before them because you know they're in the main event and they're making millions on. Yeah, it. oh yeah. Like not to mention like sponsorships and all that shit. I I remember watching, I was watching or listening a video where it was a big mainstream event, like it was a main event, everybody was looking forward to it, and it was this guy versus you know the rookie, not the rookie. What's that word? Underdog. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it was kind of more of an underdog, you know, like, the big badass was projected to win. I don't remember their names, but he was projected to win, and I think the other guy won, and it was a mainstream fight, and he beat him in, like, 10 or 15 seconds in the first round, and he told people, sorry, you just paid all that money to watch me kick this guy's ass really quick. I'm sorry. And he made millions on it. Yep. It's it's insane. Yeah, well, and you can't predict of how long a fight's gonna go. No. And I bet know? I bet you some of those like mainstream, you know, up in the up in the fucking ranks guys, they mm. probably tell them when they're in the corner, hey, make this last a little bit. Make uh, you know, put a show on I feel like there's I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not because well, it's definitely it might, they I, but being being uh, from what I've seen and like being at some of those shows where it's really high end guys, there's none of that. It's all pride. It is all it's about... All, so, like, if they make it to the final fucking round, it's because they're very skilled mm-hmm. together. Yeah, it's because you matched up two guys. And it might be, and that's all on that's the... That's a good that's match. All, that's on the, uh, the, the... Coordinators. Yep, yeah, whoever put the fight together. Yep. You know, whoever decided, these two guys are going to make a good fight. You know, you can't always predict that, you know? Yep. Uh, I mean, I've gone in and fucking have a 10-second knockout, you know, and they thought that the guy was going to be good. Yep, you know? yep. <laughs> but I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, the easiest... Fucking six hundred bucks in my life. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Like sixty bucks a second. Okay, sure, that's cool. But um, 
Yeah, so, uh, and my, my fifth fight went really good. It actually was the only time I went to a decision, uh, like all three rounds, and won. It was a unanimous decision, I mean. And right. I almost, almost had a triangle choke in at the last, like, What's 10 that? seconds. It's where you wrap your legs up around his neck, and you, you do have an arm in for this one. Like, you put one arm around, if, when you're on his back, you put one arm, or one leg, one leg up around his, in the crook of his neck on one side, with the back of your knee, okay. and then you bring your foot around his neck, and then you lock it with the other leg. So your legs are basically like a triangle. Exactly, right? yep, you make a triangle with your legs around his neck, and that was actually my bread and butter. Like, Did you do that and then like start hitting him in the head, like in the face? Nope, uh, that, that was later on, once I learned how to do a triangle choke much better. Yeah, okay. like that that was actually, that became my signature move. I finished two championship fights like that. Three. Well, three fights, but two of them were championship fights. Do you have belts? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I got five of them right Holy now that just shit. showing under my bed. Yeah. And I hang those fuckers up, man. I know. I've been planning on it, but like, I've never had time. That's or, intense. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Every once in a while, I'll bust them up and be like, yeah. <laughs> Look, look what I did, you know. Right. And I'll go watch my fight videos, you know. Get all, mo- get all motivated again and start telling the wife, I think I can do it again, you know. Like, <laughs> right. It's been, like, how many years? It's been, like, yeah. 10 years almost, and I, I, but I think I can do it again. Uh, if you train. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. I think I can right? do it again. <laughs> well, look at fucking, uh, what was that guy? Randy Couture. That guy was, like, 41 and still fighting in the UFC. Holy shit. Yeah. That's he was old. a beast. That's old. Yeah. For any athlete, For, that's old. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was, like, the Tom Brady. You know? <laughs> yeah, what is Tom Brady, like 46, 47? I, I think he's only 41 or 42, but he might I, be. I feel like he's over 45. Okay. Google it. Let's let's Google it. Yeah, let's see what... Let's let's take a guess. I think he's at least 46. All right, let's see. Okay, Maybe 47. Google. How old is Tom Brady? Come on. Oh. 35. Hold on, turn off airplane mode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's telling you, hey, I can't do anything if I'm not connected. You told me to shut up, and I'm shutting up. Good, good, good work, Google. Okay, Google, how old is Tom Brady? When? 44 years old. Oh, 44. Oh, he's 44. Right. Okay, yeah, okay. so, I mean, he's not, I mean, that's pretty fucking old, especially for a, for a football player? For a, for oh, a quarterback. No shit. All right, so, I mean, yeah, you can still fight if you oh, want yeah. to. I got, like, 70. Have you ever years. thought? Have you ever thought about it? Like, oh yeah, like just, I just want to do you know one and done. Like I just want to come back for one and then. Eh, I have. But, but then you get that one and it's like you can't stop there. Yeah, no, it's like uh, it's like giving a kid a piece of candy. You, know? you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like more, more. Well, no, I want more candy. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't just tease me. Yeah. But it, for me, it's like uh, the work that you gotta, you got to put in to be good, which is takes like, a lot of time. Yeah, and right now, I mean, like with the wife and the kids and stuff, I'm like. Uh, yeah, you're you're a husband now. You mm-hmm. got two beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. They are pretty awesome. I love kids. Uh, my kids, at least. No, <laughs> not everybody's kids. <laughs> Everyone else's some kids, kids suck. Are, some kids are assholes. <laughs> right? Um, oh, like, your kids are terrible. I'm gonna go hang out with my kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Um. All right. So your fifth fight, you won. Mm-hmm. Totally just dominated. Dominated. Yeah, but I, I, like I said, the guy was tough. I couldn't couldn't take him out. You know. Uh, you always like. You were obviously tough too. He couldn't take you out. That's true. So. Yeah, but like the way that our trainer drilled into our head is every punch is to knock somebody out. Every move is to choke him out to whatever. To Which that shouldn't be true. Like it should be like moves to set up moves to. Well, then kind of. Uh, I but don't know. I mean, we, we were still new, so that was like the mentality that we took. Yeah, every, like, you're always swinging for the fences. You know, knock I mean, him out. Home runs every fucking swing. Can't fight if he's unconscious. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's right. You know, when that's he falls good. down, you win. Yeah. And that's the point. <laughs> if, <laughs> if he's dead, you win. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So from there, we're just going to go to your motivation. You know, like what motivated you? What kept driving you to keep training and fighting and all that? Uh, for me, uh, I think it was uh, the ability to do something every single day and continue to get better at it. Like okay. there was no way, I, I especially when I started doing jujitsu classes, uh, like when I started, I was all stand up, all stand up. I just wanted to stand and bang, boom, boom, boom. Um, but like then I realized I need to start working on my ground game because I don't have any submissions. You know, yeah, you gotta I don't have know what a choke is. I don't know how to get out of any chokes. And fucking, you know, like if I was on the ground, I was like, get me back to my feet, get me back to my feet. Yeah, turtle, turtle. <laughs> the guy put you in a choke, you're done. Like, you, oh, yeah. like I don't know how to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it was, uh, it was. When you do get choked out in a fight, you know, you're like, that, that sucked. 
that was terrible. It's a horrible feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like you can't to, can't breathe. Like yeah, not being able to breathe. Somebody literally like choking the breath out of you. Take like, your you life. can't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. Even though you tried everything you possibly could to get the fuck out of it, and you're still in it, you know, and you're like, yeah, ah, ah, it sucks. Can't so, breathe. And then you know, so I was like, all right, I know where my weaknesses are. I got to start working on my weakness, working on my weakness, working on my weakness, working on my weakness, and then all of a sudden. Uh, after working on your weaknesses so much, you, it was my strength. And okay, then, yeah. then all of a sudden I was like, fuck, now I gotta work on my stand-up because I'm so my good. ground game is way good now. Yeah, your ground like, game's you know, good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was like a year of solid working on just my ground game, you know? I mean, obviously I was doing stand-up and stuff too. Yeah. But like, my focus was on ground. And like, jujitsu is literally one of those arts you can do for the rest of your life and you will still learn. Like, there's so much to it. Really? Yeah, there are so many moves. And, like, just for a triangle, I knew probably at least five different setups to get into wow. it. Yeah, if not more. At least five. Yeah, and, like, there were ones where I didn't need my hands to get into it. There were ones where I tricked one side to get into it, you know, or made a guy try to move this way to get into it. And that's where the chest comes in. It's like, you got to make somebody move a certain way in order to get an opening for something. You know, and yep. like and now it's how do I get him to move that way? And then boom, you know, you learn something, somebody tells so, you something. Jujitsu, it's like it's uh, I say it's like the dark art of wrestling. Okay. Yeah. It's like wrestling sense. is you're trying to pin somebody down, you're trying to hold them. For uh jujitsu is like You're trying to move them how you want. Yeah. Like an action figure. You're and, playing with an action figure. Yep. And you're trying to break them. Okay. Like, cause I mean you got arm bars, you got knee bars, you got leg locks, you got key locks, you got like uh, you said before, it's it's slow. It's not a very. It's not like. It, well, when you're training. When you're uh, training. You you train slow to get the stuff down, but I mean it can be fast. Like it, it can oh, it be can? fast and it can be slow. All right. Um, like I've trained with guys that literally we were rolling all over the fucking mat. Like one of the guys I remember, uh, they brought me in there, and this was a, he was a really good jujitsu guy, like really fast, really strong, really tech technical, and it was probably the most fun I've ever had rolling with a guy for the first time. Just because he was equally as good as me, he knew he was just as fast as me, and his he, he knew brought his the intensity. Body movement. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. don't get better by you know mm-hmm. practicing with people that aren't as good as you. Exactly, you, know? you get better by training with people as good or better. Yep. And so this guy, it was really fun, and like everybody stood up and watched us because we went for like five or six minutes, just straight and like intense as fuck, and like finally we were both like. <sighs> I think we're done. <laughs> like, good, good match. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't even think either one of us scored a point. Like, because there was a point system for jujitsu. Like, uh, if you get somebody in a ride, I don't. Know, neither one of us ever actually like got into a move. And if we did, it was like for just a split second, and then we got out. You know, and it was like, holy shit! Like, people cheered at the end for in wow. just a normal training. That's session. pretty cool. Yeah. So your biggest motivation was just to keep was something that you could keep hammering at every single day yeah, and just chiseling away this part of you that you can shape and mold how you want. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. It was like a a marble statue that I was working on every single day and I was fine-tuning it and getting it to be absolutely perfect. You You did it for nine years? Six. Six years. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's been nine nine years since I fought. Nine years since you fought. Yeah. Um, So then what motivates you today to like keep going? Like, you, you have one of the biggest drives of a person that I know. Like, you're always focused on something. You're always doing something. You're never... Standing still. I've never seen you stand still and relax. Like, this is the most I've ever seen you sit. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, and we've yeah. only been sitting for half an hour. <laughs> That's true. Because uh, it's... I mean, you got kids, you got a wife. Like, most people in your shoes would be like, oh, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to sit on the couch and watch a movie with my family. <laughs> but you're like, hey, you guys watch this. I'm going to go do this, 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 that. You're just you're always always firing on all cylinders. I feel yeah. like yeah. Uh, well, for me, it's a uh, I my biggest thing is my mentality is I want to become. I'm always comparing myself to me yesterday, yeah. uh, and if that's what helps me go to sleep at night, that's what helps me look myself in the mirror. Is at the end of the day, I, I take a look at myself and you just want to be. My day. You just want to be better than yesterday. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I mean, comparing yourself to other people, it's it's not fair. You don't know what their life has been like. You don't know what they sh- deal with on a daily basis. You know what you deal with on a daily basis. You know what your life is like. You know you know your struggles, your uh, what you're passionate about. And for me too, that's, that's another big thing. 
I follow my passions. Like, if I'm doing something, I'm like, this sucks. I don't do it. I stop. Just don't do yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm just you don't enjoy it. Why keep? Away. Why keep going? Yeah. You know. If I, and there's a lot of things too where like I can find the fun in it. You know, like there's a lot of boring things that I find really fun because I look at it from a different perspective or a different angle. You know, it's like yep. find the fun. Um, but like, yeah, for me, it's just uh, anything that I feel like I can keep progressing at and keep working at and keep getting better. And I'm a perfectionist too. So like it's I It's gotta be yeah, perfect. It's gotta be. So like if I don't get it perfect, I'm like, well, I'll try again tomorrow. You know? And I'll just keep trying. I'll that's keep trying. that's awesome because like when I do something like I, I wouldn't say I'm like a perfectionist perfectionist, but like when I make something or I do something, I want it perfect. Like mm-hmm. I want it done right. Yeah. And when I do it and I fuck up, I get mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck this. I'm never doing this again. Fuck this. You know, like throw the controller. There's <laughs> been there's been several shelves in lamps and stuff that we've bought from walmart from ikea and that we tried to put together and like i didn't do it right and it broke it and i'm just like oh. fuck it and i and i just throw it away and i'm just right, like, like F this. yeah i'm like that's not a good mentality to have i feel like like don't get mad you know just right. look at it as an opportunity to get better but well and that's kind of my brother was always that way so i got to see him like throw remote controls and like break a whole bunch of stuff just because he got angry and i was like what can i do that's not angry uh and you know, a little bit, you know, a different mentality to take. And so, yep. like, whenever I fuck something up, uh, like, I don't get mad. Uh, my first thing is, calm down, take a breath, don't panic, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. You can try again. You know, like, and then, and every failure is a lesson learned. You know, like, and I was told that to new guys that were fighting, or after their first fight and they lost, you know, I'd ask learn them, from it. what did you learn, you know? And then they'd tell me, well, I learned I need to get better at this. And I'm, boom! Then now you have a, a map, yep. that a road to take. Go get better at that now. And until you are better at that, don't stop going down that path. You know, and still keep going down that path once you are better at that. Because yep. no matter what, if you get better and then stop, you, then you just start to backtrack. You know, I mean, right. you, you gotta constantly keep working on things over and over. That technique, the fundamentals. Fundamentals are like the the best like just work on the things the, that are the your building blocks water. yep exactly the better your fundamentals are uh the better everything else is. it's like a tree you know you yep. gotta have a good solid trunk gotta have before, a good base before it starts to get branches you right. know that's and, a that's a really good metaphor that's yeah that's and perfect it, it is totally trees we can learn a lot from trees yeah you know? <laughs> but like it, yeah if you got good roots you got a solid base then boom you you have a building block to really you can do anything go anywhere yeah it. yeah that's that's intense mm-hmm. i like that yeah so i mean for me I, I always break everything down to the fundamentals uh and that helps simplify everything like simplifying things is uh the best way to look at anything like how can you take a complex problem you know like uh like fighting how can you take a complex thing that has all these moves and all these things and just start somewhere and i was like all right i'm gonna break it down to stand up and grounding yeah. and then i'm like what do i need to learn with stand up and it's like all right you need to learn hands and feet you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start with the hands. You know, boom. So then you start in the top half, and then on the ground game, you just work on. I'm gonna start with getting out of things because that's very important. You know, if I can stand up and attack, yep. and I can get out of anything on the ground, you're good. That sounds like a pretty good. That's a good combo. way to start. Yep. Yeah. You know, so those were my fundamentals. You know, have a good stand up and have good defense on the ground. <laughs> and so yeah, after I got a good base for that and then I was like all right now how do I attack on the ground and how do I use my legs when I stand up you know and then I started kicking guys and I never got a head kick knockout which I was always sad about that'd be pretty cool they're really cool we got a couple of guys in our gym got them and we were always like yeah Yeah. dude that was fucking awesome you see that one that one fight that happened it was like during COVID so there was no oh yep there's no people in the stands That's and stuff so weird. and like he goes to kick him and the guy grabs his foot and he just like flips around kicks him in the face and he just falls over. you seen that i did not oh, i'll have to show you afterwards you're gonna laugh your ass off you're gonna be like well, they call it one of the best knockouts anyone's ever seen because there's no crowd there's nothing and he just spins around kicks him in the head fucking knocks him out and then he just like he, there's no like celebration <laughs> he just like walks away it's just silence because there's yeah there's no people yes. but um all right so that's what keeps you going what are some of your hobbies then? Like, what do you, I know you do some woodworking. I know you do some breeding. I know you, I mean, you got a family. It's hard. Is it hard? Do you find it hard to have time for yourself when you got a family? Um, 
Not so much. Or do you just make time? You make time. Because that's, what, that's yeah. what life is, is if you like something, you make time for mm-hmm. it. You know, if it's not that important to you, you're not going to make time exactly. for it. Exactly. Yeah, no, and uh, that's the thing is making time. You know, people are always like, well, I can't find time. It's like, well, you, nobody finds time. You it's, make it. It's, it's always there. We all have the exact same amount of time in one day. Yep. Every single human on this planet has 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with your 24 hours? You know, like, are you going to plan it out? And blah, or are you just going to let life dictate what you do for you yeah yeah i could just sit on the couch and watch tv all night but i'm like well how can what can i do today to get you know again better than yesterday yeah what am i gonna do how can i make something but yeah a lot of times i go in the garage uh right now i'm making mountainscapes uh i see those i want one for the house here you'll you'll, you'll get one because like we have all this wood trim and stuff and i think it would look sick on one of those and they're a lot of fun uh like and it's kind of one of those things too like my first one i made uh, it looks really cool, and but like the moon when I put it on the mon- mountain, yep. uh, I must have shifted it or something when I was putting the the clamps on to uh, like glue it down. Yep. And when I took the clamps off, I'm like, oh fuck, it's off by like almost a quarter inch on one side. So oh, like there's a gap shit. between the mountain and the moon. But since it like pops up and it's like all 3D, uh, it just looks like shadow. You know, so nobody can tell okay, except yeah. for me. Yeah, but I'm that's, like, you know, and you I know, know it's there. I know, it's and like, that's why I'm like, every time I look at it, I look right at that spot, and I'm like, fuck, god damn it. But hey, that's your first one. Exactly. And what did I learn? Double check the moon and tap tap it down when I get it clamped up. Yep. You know, there you go. You always so, learn something. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So you do a lot of woodworking. You do a lot of making. You what did you call the big star? The sun oh, stars. Sunburst. Sunburst. Yeah. So it's just a circle with a bunch. It looks like a sun. That's what yeah. it looks like. And the, the, those actually look turned out really cool. And uh, I have a lot of people that are like, "When are you gonna make more of those? When are you gonna make more of those?" I'm like, "When I get a bandsaw." Like my my three step plan is I'm gonna make a bunch of mountainscapes, uh, sell them, save for a bandsaw, yep, buy then, the bandsaw, yep, buy the bandsaw, and then yeah, then I I got my planer, I got my table saw, I got my chop saw. Uh, I'm like, all right, everything else. Uh, once I get this bandsaw, then I can start cutting these at the angles that I need. Did you cut all those at work? Yeah. Did they yell at you? No. 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 Well, the funny thing is, the the original ones that I took from work, uh, were, uh, I, I had to make a cut to make my cut. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so like, they're had, already like that. Yeah, yeah. And, so, okay. and like, literally, after the, after I did a couple of them, because the, the first couple, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm just going to cut this kind of at an angle so that I can... Uh, get to get the saw to make the cut that I want, you know, because yep. it, it's a portable bandsaw at work, and it, it's fucking phenomenal. I love it. I wish I had one at home, but it's sixty eight hundred dollars. Is this grizzly? No, it's a uh, Mafel. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. It, they're German. Uh, Just some fancy fucking saw. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, sixty eight hundred bucks, and it's phenomenal. You can flip it upside down. I I, I learned how to use this thing on YouTube. Like there's oh. like a ton of YouTube clips, and like that's where I learned. Like they didn't teach you. They're just like, here you go. No. <laughs> yeah, when I took the position at work, uh, yeah, and this is kind of one of those things too. Like, uh, I, I felt the same way about fighting. I was like, "What am I doing? I'm totally not qualified for any of this." Uh, and, Gotta learn. Yeah, and then so, but all of a sudden, that's where I was. I put myself in the position to get the work done, get the job done, and so I was like, "I better start learning." Uh, and that's like for the first two months, all I did was look up YouTube clips on the tools that I had down there and how to use them and all that shit. And, you know, then I got tested. They were like, hey, here's a new style beam that you got to cut. And, yeah, uh, uh, so back to the ones that I was doing, uh, I had to make the cut, like, to... Yeah. So, that the, so they were, like, wavy. Yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. And so I, I ended up starting to... I made one that was really good, really cool. And then every single one that I did after that, I traced my line, and then I traced the block that I was going to cut out. So I made every single one of them the exact same. You know, and then I took, I wish I would have taken more because I had like a hundred of them. And oh, wow. I probably only yeah. took like 40, you know, 30. But like, th- yeah, so then I ended up uh, t- bringing them all back to work, stripping them on the bandsaw down to like uh, three quarters of an inch. And then I planed them all down to a half an inch. So they were all perfect, smooth, you know. Yep. And I mean, this probably t- took me a grand total of like 16 hours. I had to go in four Saturdays for like four hours of block. To okay. finish them all, and then finally I, I cut out circles out of plywood, glued them all down to the circles, pressed them uh, with clamps, and then just let it sit overnight. And then the next day, went and got them. And fucking they all were fucking way cool. Like you could, uh, it, you could do some damage with it. Like if you threw it at somebody, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> like, yeah, my like buddy, a giant throwing star. My buddy, yeah, my buddy was like, when I gave it to him, the first thing that he did was, was like, I'm gonna put a hole in the middle of it, 
and then he put it down by his crotch and went whizz, <laughs> like he was spinning it on his dick. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's a, I'm a, like, watch out for splinters. That's, yeah. what, you, that's what you want to do. Oh, but geez. then he was like, then he's like, then I'm going to throw it. Like, I'm going to sharpen all the edges and then throw it in a crowd. Like, headlopper. <laughs> I'm like, you're sick, man. <laughs> I love it. Just yeah, kill everybody like, at like, once. Just, just don't let the kids play with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, this is my toy. Show and tell at daycare. You know? <laughs> right. Just launch it down a hill. So, besi- Watch out! <laughs> besides all the woodworking and stuff, what else do you do? Um, I read. Yeah. Read? Yeah. Um, like, right now I'm reading three different books. Uh, one of them is <clears throat> Good to Great by Jim Collins. I'm reading that one actually for work. Uh, new plant manager gave them to me because we were talking about like what makes businesses good and blah or whatever yeah you know, we had a random conversation and he was like here take this book and i'm like oh, okay cool yeah you know it's 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 pretty dry read but uh it's got a lot of information if you're looking to get you're, you're learning something yes you know? it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not it's got a lot of telling really a story it's just telling well, you it does facts. tell stories though it's like okay because uh, i mean we learn in story format the yep. best you know like so if you want to teach somebody something tell them a story of what you're trying to teach them you know. Is that why when you got like high school math and this Johnny has 18 watermelons? Oh, got it. That's yeah. probably why yeah. they teach yeah. it like that. Probably. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, in visual too, like apples, you can visualize apples. You can't just visualize, you can visualize a number in your head, but that's boring. You know, yeah. you, you, you can't put any. Put an object to it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. All right, so you're reading this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and like I said, that one's uh, pretty dry, but it's, it's, it's good. It's got a lot of like level five leadership is one of the big things in it. Uh, I really liked the story on that, like what the difference between a level five leader is, and they even have level four, level three, level two, and level one. And I'm like, wow. all right, cool. You know, so like I, I put myself at like level two or three right now, just because you know I don't, you gotta have experience with yeah. leadership. It's a no, trained yeah. skill, like everything else. You know, leadership is not. We're not born with any skills. We're literally born with no skills. Yeah. Every skill we have we is learn. learned. Yeah. So you know, I'm like, well, I can learn anything by that logic. You know, so literally, why can't I learn anything. how to be a leader? You know, people say sky's the limit, but we've put people in space. Yeah, so it's yeah. really not the limit. There's I mean, no limits. No, I mean, you can launch somebody into another solar system if you want. Do whatever you want. Take them. I can. God the, knows how long. They'll be dead by the time <laughs> yeah, they get they, there. Yeah, they'll be living on a spaceship for the rest of their life. That's <laughs> not. That's not the point, though. Exactly. <laughs> the point is the you know the principle. All right. So, <laughs> we, what's the yeah. other book you're reading? Your, um, my my fun book is uh, the name of the wind. Right. Oh no, no, that's the first book. The second book I'm on, which is 1,100 pages. Yeah, uh, you're telling one. me yeah. that. Yeah, I'm on. I I I I, I read it just the other day, and I'm on page like 611. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm a little it's over halfway. <laughs> taking me time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, the, a wise man's fear. It's by Patrick Rothfuss, and it's the second book in the King Killer Chronicles, and it's really cool. It's about like this kid named Kvothe that's uh, part of a traveling actors performing group. Yeah. And like. His dad starts making this song. The first, the first book is his dad starts making a song, uh, and it's about the Chandran, which is like a mythical kind of bad guys that are like older than the Bible. Yeah. And, uh, and so he starts finding out a lot more information about him, and all of a sudden, Kaboth comes back from like getting water for the troop, and his whole troop is burned to the ground. All their wagons are burned. All the people are slaughtered. Jeez. You know, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" And there are these like group of guys. Uh, just having a little bonfire uh, on the outside of the camp and one of them is like covered in black and he's got like this shrouded black cloud around him and you can't actually see his face you know like these are the guys he made the song about yep. yeah like, these are the Chandrian they're trying to stay hidden or yep. what yeah yeah they don't want anybody to know that they even exist you know so if anybody starts singing their songs too much or something all of a sudden they just vanish you know and people, and it's like one of those things where everyone every time he brings it up to somebody they're like <clears throat> what are you a little kid you believe in fairy tales you know, and nobody takes him seriously. And he saw him with his own eyes. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Yeah, and the backstory of, like, how the Chandrian became is, it's, it's, that's a cool story all by itself. But, like, I mean, you look think of an 1,100-page book, you, there's a lot of stories in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot, of, a lot of words to fill in. But, um, yeah, and it's pretty much his whole story about, like, uh, getting through that um, and, you know, how he dealt with the death of his entire family and all of his friends. Uh, and then getting to like the university which is where they teach magic and like uh they call it sympathy it's basically skyrim in a book kind of it totally is yeah all right yeah 
It's pretty sweet. What's your third book you're reading? Uh, the third one right now is Think and Grow Rich uh, by oh god Napoleon Hill. Okay. Uh, and it was originally written in like the 30s, maybe before that. So I have the updated version that's got like stories and like uh, his was all about like Rockefeller and uh, uh, all these people that uh, Carnegie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andrew Carnegie, I think it is, uh, and like their mentality and what they taught people to how to be great people, you know, and uh, it's like, but the updated version has got like uh, the story of, if you guys want to hear a fun story, look up the story of the producer, uh, the Jaws, or the director for Jaws. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. I, okay. Yep. Yeah. So his story, how he, he, like, he was in college for films and stuff. And he went on a tour at Universal Studios or whichever, Warner Brothers or whatever it was. And, like, right off the bat, he snuck off the trolley and hid in between two, like, signs until the tour was done. And he wore, he wore a suit. He had a briefcase. You know, he made, made it look like he worked there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And on the way out, he made sure to, like, talk with the guard and, add, like, really get to know him. You know, like, he talked to them for, like, 20 minutes to a half an hour. Or something like that. And then the next day, he showed up. The same guard was working. He's like, hey, how's it going? You know, he talked to him for a few minutes. He's like, all right, I gotta get in. You know, <laughs> he walked in. So he, like, he, snuck his yeah, way into the job. And, and he found a vacant office after, like, a couple days. Set up shop. Put his fucking name on the door. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, he just literally <laughs> just put himself in the building. That's and, insane, yeah, man. And got a really good friend. Nobody knew he didn't actually work there. <laughs> like he fucking showed uh, a couple of other directors some of his films that he made in college, you know, and then he ended up getting getting a job doing being a director for uh, fucking I can't remember like his first film, but it was like a huge flop, you know. And then, but either way, this is a totally fun story about how he just That's literally insane. incepted his way into the directing gig, you know. And like, look it up; it's really cool. But it, it's in that book, and it's got, like. I've seen memes like that before. Like, if you want a job somewhere, just show up. What are they going to do? Fire you? That's basically what he fucking did. That's Pretty what much. he did. He yeah. just showed up, yeah. fucking set up shop. Like, and... I want this so bad, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Literally. Like, that's that's how you fake it till you make it. Some people are like, oh, you just pretend? He's like, no, you actually do. You, like, you get in there, you yeah. just start working, and you then hopefully nobody notices. Yeah. And... yeah, you just sneak your way in. But, yeah, you sneak your way in, and then you fucking just... Start working. That's you know? like, fucking insane. Yeah, and look at him now. Yeah. Like, Billion, I would have probably. never guessed. He's got money. Yeah, I would have never guessed that that's how Steven Spielberg got his start. You know, just nope. snuck into a fucking office. That's like, you know, Bill Gates dropping out of college and mm -hmm. stuff like I think it was Bill Gates that yep. dropped out of college. Yeah, to, to start his original. I actually just listened to a podcast about his, what, his first startup company was uh, bringing computers and hooking up to stoplights. And every, like, city planner was like, you guys are fucking nuts. Go go to hell. And then yeah. he's like, well, fine, I guess I'll just start Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I'll do it myself. And now, what are, like, stoplights and stuff ran on? Computers. Computers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. so he had that original idea. It was like, because he was a big computer guy, you know, he's like, all right, computers are the future. Yeah, this is, this is what we're going to be living with. Yep. Whether people like it or not. I mean, we're recording on a quote-unquote computer. It's a phone. Yeah. But well, phones nowadays have more computing process than the spaceship, the original spaceship that sent people to the moon. I saw that. Mm -hmm. It's it's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, literally, we have more computing power uh, than the 50, 70s? 50 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Like, total. Like, that's... In one everything, tiny little Everything. In one phone. Yeah. I saw a picture, and it was like a, like a picture of like a record player and a calculator and all these different things. It was just this pile, and it goes... And the caption was like, 30 years from now, this will all be in your pocket. <laughs> yep. And it's just like, I was like, not everything. And I like looked at everything and I'm like, yep, I can do all of this with my phone. Yep. It's insane. I hate it. Have you ever heard of the series, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No, but Eric told me you gave him the book I and he's did. reading it. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, no, I, I might buy you a copy. Uh, it's my favorite series of all time. And in that book, he predicts the cell phone. That's, yeah, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that's... A, an object in the series. And okay. It's like, he describes it, it's like opening a CD, you know, uh, for, for you younger viewers, if you've never seen a CD, it's like four inches by four inches and flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, opening the case, yep. and only it's a screen, you know, and it's That's the, what we fucking got yeah, right here. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. insane. And you ask it questions. You talk to it. And I'm like, 
and it'll tell you things. So that's yeah, like, it'll tell you like, anything you just want. Just like earlier in this episode. You can be like, you're like hey, okay. Hitchhiker's Guide, how old is Tom Brady? Yeah, <laughs> 44. Yeah, um, and it'll talk back, and like, it'll cool. give you any information about anything in the universe. And I'm like, that is the phone. That's what we got right yeah. now. Like right now, we don't have access to any other planet but ours, so we just start there. Like, you gotta start somewhere. If you want to know anything about a... Uh, hey, what restaurant is on the corner of blah 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 in Naples, Italy? Yeah, you know? it'll tell you. Yeah, it'll be like you can this look one here, up, and then it'll give you reviews. It'll give you the menu, and it'll be like, "This is how much it costs." You know, it's open here's, from this hey, time by, to this yeah, time. Yeah, by the way, here's a hotel across the street that you can stay at. You know, and need a flight? Hey, here you go. Yeah, here's the beach by it. Here's this. This. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll it'll plan, plan your trip. Plan your fucking trip <laughs> yeah. just off of one Google. Yep, you just ask it a question. It's like, dude, I got you. Uh, how much money you got? Yeah. Um, <laughs> What? Don't need money or don't have money? Take out a personal loan. Here you go. Here, you've been pre approved. <laughs> yeah. And then you get phone calls for six months. Yep. 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 That's how it works. <laughs> um, but we got well, about five well, minutes left here. All right. So I wanted to talk about some of your favorite things. So what's your favorite food and drink? Ooh. And the way I hate to say it like this, but death row, you're you're about to you know be cut out. You know what? What is your last meal? Ooh. All right, it's gonna have to be a porterhouse steak with ah, maybe just a baked potato. Really, anything on it like chives and uh, sour I would like cream? Some cheese. Cheese. Obviously, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, gotta have uh, maybe some grilled asparagus. Ooh, Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be really good. I love grilled asparagus. It's fucking delicious. I don't say, but I'm mostly a meat guy. Like, yeah, you like I, I could, I could go fuck less about veggies and fruits. And yeah, stuff. you just want yeah something that had a heartbeat in your mm. mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I think I said it last time. I'm like, uh, if I can look at it in the eyes while I'm eating it, you know, that's even better. One hundred percent. Right. Um. All right. So then, what would you be, you know, washing it down with? Ah, uh, probably just a just for old times' sake. Uh, glass of Di Sirono. Neat. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like an amaretto okay. flavored. I thought you would have said like fucking New Glarus Spotted Cow or something, man. Because oh, you're the guy. Meal. You're the, you're the guy that got me started on. Spotted I love cow. Spotted Cow. You got me like yeah. when I went to your house. You're like, here, try this, and I'm just like, okay. And now I'll, now I'll get it. I have a fucking New Glarus glass that the only thing that goes in it is Spotted Cow. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, I know it's delicious. It's so good. But it, I mean, if I'm gonna die. Right Get something fancy. Yeah, exactly. So, expensive as fuck. Yeah, you don't gotta pay for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. What's your favorite movie? Then we'll end on that. Ooh, it's a tie. Um, my favorite. Uh, okay, no, no, it's not a tie. Barely, barely above my second favorite movie is Fight Club. Fight Club. Obviously, I've never seen it. Really? It's fantastic. But I know the first rule about Fight Club. That means we should move on to something else. Um, <laughs> it's the first two rules, actually. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, they repeat it. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we can't talk about the movie, which no, sucks. Uh, um, alrighty. So with that being said, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. You know, making it through the sixty-minute episode. We did again really easily. Is it, has it been sixty minutes again? It's at fifty-seven forty-five right okay. now. So, so this time, let's not let it run out. We'll end before. And uh, yeah, yeah. we'll try to do that. Um, so thank you, thank you, Zach, for sitting down and talking with me. You know, we'll definitely do this again because we got. We didn't even scratch the no, surface no. on what I wanted to get to. Oh my God, yeah. but I, I wrote down some topics too that I'm like, I'm not even going to bring them up because we're just trying to get through. Uh, trying to re- <laughs> yeah. redo the episode. I know. And it wasn't as awkward as I thought it would be. Oh, no. It's It was just, we just sat down and talked again. Pretty much. And I feel like we talked about a couple different things and kind of kept it going. Right. Um. So with that, ending on that note, you got any social medias you want to plug or anything? I know you got um, an Instagram. I do. It's uh, ManiacZach1. Uh, M-A-N-I-A-C-Z-A-C-H and the number one. Alrighty. Yeah, and uh, I don't post a whole lot on there, but uh, like I put my mom's skips on there, any of my woodworking stuff, yeah. pictures of the kids. Somebody, you know, somebody will listen to this and they'll be like, oh, I want to go check out the mountainscape, see it, and then hit you up. They'll yeah, like, exactly. I want to yeah. buy this. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big Instagram guy. I don't know if you can direct message people on it. Yeah. Okay. It's just like Facebook. Perfect. Except, okay. except it's more just only pictures. I know. The, the first, like, I, try, I tried to do my intro thing, and uh, I wrote like this 
three-paragraph thing. You're only going to see, like, the first two lines. Yeah, no, and then <laughs> I, like, I hit, like, enter or something, and it deleted, like, all of it except for, like, the first two. I'm yeah, like, what that's... the fuck? I spent, like, <laughs> half an hour writing this. Damn it. So um, I completely changed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. Simplify it. <laughs> yep. Um, alrighty, so, yeah, this is episode one, and episode two hopefully will be soon. Yes, and th- thank you, I want to thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Uh, I'm very grateful to be here. Uh, this is my first podcast, just if we scratch the first one. Yeah, so <laughs> Which, second. Yeah, second uh, uh, so yeah, it's a cool experience, uh, um, and uh, hopefully I'm on again. Hell yeah, man. Alright, talk to you later. Peace.